So look at look with me in the book of Hebrews, starting off with tonight. Hebrews chapter five. And I shared on this a little bit last week, but I want to uh, review this just a little bit. In Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12. As a pastor, if you're called to serve the body of Christ in the fivefold ministry, and we're going to go there in just a few minutes, what brings the pastor or the fivefold ministry joy in their ministry is to see spiritual growth in their people. Amen. When I see you growing up and start stepping out and begin to do things that you used not to do, it brings great joy to me as the pastor to say, you know what, they're growing. A year ago, they, they, may, they may have not have would have prayed in public, but now you can call on them to pray. And they, you, when you hear them pray, you can tell, hey, they've been in the Word. Come on, y'all. They've been in the Word. They've been spending time with Jesus. They understand, hallelujah, what a prayer actually is. It's not a religious thing. They're not just mumbling words and going through the motions. It's a heartfelt prayer. Amen. And you can tell it when somebody's growing, and it brings great joy to your teachers or your pastors, whoever is, is teaching you. It brings joy to see that. So in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12, the apostle, well, some people don't know who, the, who wrote the book of Hebrews. Some people think it might have been Paul. There's no certain author that's been assigned to Hebrews. Some people think Luke wrote it. Okay? Just for your information. <laughs> he, a Hebrew... <laughs> He, he was writing to the Hebrews. He was writing to the Israelites, the Hebrew nation. And he said this to them. He said, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age. That is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Amen. So the Apostle Paul looked at this group of Hebrews and he was, he was saying to them, you know, he said, I, I can imagine him saying, I've, I've spent a lot of time with y'all. I've been teaching y'all. I've been training y'all. I've been discipling y'all. I've been sowing the word from A to Z in y'all. And he said, y'all want to be teachers by now. That's how much time he spent with them. He said, y'all want to be teachers now. He said, but you're not able to teach. You, you, you have forgotten what I've taught you. You're not out to teach. You actually need somebody to reteach you again. He said, you should have got this by now. But you know what? Uh, 
That's what's sad. You can teach and teach and teach and teach and teach and teach, and people still ain't got it. Y'all wouldn't, y'all wouldn't, y'all ain't got enough fingers on your hands or enough buttons on your phone to calculate how many times I have taught or preached on a subject in church and the person was here and, and next Sunday they come up and ask me a question, why don't you teach on so-and-so? <laughs> and I'm like, I just taught on that Sunday. <laughs> Where were you? They were here. And they're like, well, I didn't even realize you taught on that. I'm like, I just did a whole sermon on it. And that's happened so many times. Or it's happened the other way. I, I spent, spent time studying over a, over a message for the church, and people don't come. They miss one week. They miss two weeks. They miss three weeks, they come in, and then they say, I'm going through so-and-so. And I'm like, man, you missed your word. I just preached that last Sunday. That was what you needed. And for some reason, you didn't make it. People just don't give enough time and energy to their spiritual growth. They miss it, and then they want you to make it back up some kind of way. Y'all with me? Can I have an amen back amen. there in the far right hand corner? Amen. amen. Can you re-preach that? Amen. Well, you can get us on YouTube. I think we have made it so easy for the church today that the church don't put enough effort in it no more. When we do scriptures, go to Hebrews chapter 5, so and so, verse 12. Well, before you can turn your pages, it's up here. Mm -hmm. So instead of people turning pages and finding it, their self, they just say, I'll take the easy way. It's already on the board. Therefore, they don't ever get to find out where the book of Hebrews is. It takes them 30 minutes to find it because somebody else found it for them on Sunday. And it's all over the nation. All over every church now. Right. They throw it on the screen. Everybody, I don't have to bring my Bible no more. I don't have to, do, I don't have to. No, this is spiritual growth. You find out where the books of the Bible are in the Bible. Amen? Amen. That good news? Amen. You, you, you got a question? Yeah. Okay. I try to beat her. I try to find it and go to the scripture before she to get it unfolded. Good. That's I like that. I learned a lot more of the scripture. I've learned a lot. Amen. That's good. That's why, as your pastor, I always ask y'all every Sunday, how many of y'all brought your Bibles this morning? I'm tired of me. I don't want to grow up. <laughs> huh? Right. You want to grow? Bring your Bible. You want, you want some steak? Huh? You want some steak? Steak. Okay. Amen. I'm going to feed him some steak tonight. Uh, okay. But y'all see where Paul's coming from here? Vince, you got something? Yeah, they'll tell you, you know, all the videos that we put out. Yeah. All the videos we put out, I don't put the scripture on there. I, I don't put the actual words. They have to look it up. I put the scripture. But I don't put the, it, sometimes it would be like a oh, yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. So right. all I put down is the book they need to go to, like Hebrews, you know, exactly. So. That's right. You still got to look it up. Amen. Got to look it up. Listen, y'all, you want, you want to know the word for yourself. But remember, 
when it's supper time, you got to come get under the table. That's right. Because if you ain't under the table, you ain't getting nothing to eat. That's right. If you want to eat, you got to be sitting under the table. Amen. I got that from Sister Louise. I love that today when she said that. <clears throat> you got to come to this is the this is the table right here. We breaking bread together. So, do y'all see what the Apostle Paul is kind of, he's saying, you know, y'all ought to be mature by now. You ought to be teachers by now. But you still need to be taught, retaught again the oracles of God. For some reason, he's saying, you ain't getting it. Yeah. You ain't getting it. You ain't getting it. Mm -hmm. Y'all, we want to get it. Amen? Amen? That series I did on the Believer's Authority, I spent about 13 weeks on it. Why? So you could get it. That's right. So you get it in you. Then I spent about another 13 weeks on the on the on the subject of faith. Why? So you could get it. Not just hit it, but I want you to get it. When you hit it one time and move on, sometimes you don't get it. That's but right. when you hit it like a hammer driving in a nail, you keep hitting it, you keep hitting it, you keep hitting it, you keep hitting it, till it goes all the way in. That's you right. want the word to get in you. So I spend time on these series. And, and faith, the believer's authority. Why? Because I, I want to see you walking in your authority. I want to see you be able to believe God for anything. How to have faith. How faith works. How to walk in your God-given authority as a child of God. I want you to know, I spend time on that. Speaking, 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 speaking. And now, after I teach, it's time for you to act time to you apply what you've been taught. That's how you grow. If you hear, hear, and hear, but don't do, you're not growing. The Bible said to, uh, to be doers of the word and not hearers only. Amen. Deceiving yourselves. If we just hear, hear, and hear and don't ever do, 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 we are deceiving ourselves. We're not growing. We got to grow. Why? There's a world out there that needs us to grow. We ain't just coming here to, to just have a good time. We ain't coming here just to eat donuts and, and drink coffee. We're coming here to, to invest in our spiritual life yes. so we can grow and go outside that door. And when God calls our number and says, I need you to pray today. I need you to do this today. You're saying, hey, I'm ready. Amen. I'm up to it. I'm ready to do the task, Lord, that you call me to do. You know, sometimes as parents, when children are coming up, you have to have patience with them because after you teach them to tie their shoes, they don't get it the first time. Mm -hmm. You have to do it again for them. And then after a while, sooner or later, you got to say, you done seen me do this for you about 15 times. Now, I'm not tying your shoe again. You're going to tie this shoe. I'll sit here and watch you, but I'm not tying it. You're going to tie it. That's right. What does that do? It forces that child to grow up. Mm -hmm. As long as you do it for them, they'll never grow up. If you just keep doing it, you keep giving it to them, you keep doing, going over the same situation, and they never learn it, you ain't teaching them anything. Amen. Amen. So, now look at Ephesians chapter 4. <coughs> Thank you. 
I, I wish more people would come on Wednesday night because this is an excellent time to learn. Excellent time to learn and to grow. <clears throat> you know, the Bible says in the end times there's going to be a great falling away. That's right. People heap up, heap up for themselves teachers that will tickle their ears. Mm -hmm. Whenever you preach the word, you're not tickling people's ears. No. Some of it is sweet, some of it is sour, mm -hmm. some bitter. But it's all good food. That's right. It's all necessary. Amen. You've got to have it to grow. You've got to have it to grow. Broccoli, you may not like the taste of it, but it will help you grow. That's right. Spinach, you may not like the taste of it, but it will help you grow. That's right. Amen. You eat crackers all your life? You ain't digging no holes. <laughs> Probably sat behind a desk. You ain't digging no holes. Uh, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. This is pretty uh, a well-known scripture to me, and it needs to be to you. And he himself, the apostle Paul said, he himself gave some to be apostles. He's talking about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and teachers. That's known as the fivefold ministry, okay? All five of those offices are still currently needed in the church. Don't make no mistake about it. There's some organizations and denominations that say there's no such thing as current day apostles and current day prophets. They will accept the evangelists, they will accept the pastors, and they will accept the teachers. But they say there's no current day apostles or prophets. That is not biblical. Unless you can t find where Jesus said they're no longer needed. I gave them for a specific period. Jesus didn't say that. He said, long as I gave these, these fivefold ministry offices to the body of Christ. And this is why he gave them. Verse 12. He gave those fivefold ministry callings. This is a calling. This ain't something that you one day wake up and say, I'm going to be an apostle. Mm -hmm. No, you don't wake up and decide you're going to be nothing. You have to be called into the ministry. In this fivefold ministry right here, you have to be called by God. It ain't something that daddy leaves, that leaves his son. You, if, he, if, if the daddy's a pastor, he can't call his son. That's right. God has to call him. Amen. 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 There's a lot of people that's passing, passing their ministry down to the next, to the, to the next child. But unless God calls that child, if he ain't called, he ain't anointed. That's right. Amen. And if he ain't anointed, he ain't worth a sin. That's right. mm -hmm. He might as well be pumping gas if he ain't anointed. Amen. Verse 12. This is why the fivefold ministry was given for the equipping of the saints. Mm -hmm. For, why? For the work of ministry. For the work of ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, the anointed one. Amen. So, we should no longer be children. God don't want us, want us to always be children. We got to grow up. Toss to and fro 
and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love. Everybody say, you got to speak the truth in love. Amen. Always speak truth, but it's got to be motivated by love. That's right. Amen. Verse 15. Speaking the truth in love may do what? Grow up. Amen. In what? All things. Into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part, every part does its share. Do y'all see that? Uh -huh. Every person in the body of Christ is supposed to tote their own weight. That's right. And do their own share. Amen. Amen. They ain't supposed to be four or five people toting a whole load. That's right. Amen. Amen. If there's a wagon to pull, all of us ought to be pulling it. Amen. 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 If there's a task to do, all of us ought not ought to be in there getting our hand dirty. Amen. They shouldn't be one one joint of the body saying, I don't like to get my hand dirty. There ain't no such thing. When you're in un unity of the faith, hallelujah, we all get together, we work together for the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. We serve one another. We love one another. We do what we got to do for Jesus. And look, which every part does its share causes growth, growth. Amen. of the body for the edifying of itself in love. If you ever see a big ministry, I've seen a lot of them. I've seen them. And I sit and talk to pastors in their offices in private. And they share things with me sometimes that they don't share with the congregation. That's the way pastors have to operate. They can't share. And Jesus operated the same way. He didn't share everything with everybody. They Sometimes he shared it with 12 and then sometimes he didn't share it with the twelve, he shared it with the three. Yeah. Peter, James, and John. And then sometimes he didn't share it with Peter, James, and John, he just shared it with one. Uh-huh. That's called inner circle. That's right. Well, sitting with these pastors, a lot of times I see these big ministries, I'm talking about maybe, I don't know, four or five hundred, maybe two thousand people sitting in their congregation, and it can be larger. And when you listen to them, uh, and in privately, they'll tell you, Man, we only got a handful of people doing all this. Yeah. Everybody else is just sightseeing. Mm -hmm. They ain't taking care. They ain't. They ain't uh, doing their share. They just coming. They come to get them a word. They come to get a little bit of music. Some of them coming for coffee and donuts only. Uh huh. Because they ain't giving no praise at all uh -huh. when worship's going on. They sitting there snacking on donuts and drinking coffee while everybody, while they, they, a handful of them in there worshiping. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is drinking coffee and eating donuts today. They don't even put coffee on the floor no more because the, the floor is just plain cement because they can eat donuts and coffee in there and it's easier to clean up if they spill it. Y'all forgive me for being acting crazy tonight. 
I'm just telling you the condition of the church. Yeah, Nobody tell knows. It how it is. Tell it how it is. If everybody would grow after they heard the word and begin to be doers of the word, Jesus could come on back. Amen. Jesus could come on back. And the church would be strong. Y'all know when Jesus comes back, he ain't coming back for no dead, broke down, weak church. That's right. Amen. He's coming back for, for a bride that's without spot and, 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 and without blemish. That's right. He's coming back for a powerful church. Amen. Amen. And he gave us all the ingredients and all the things that we need spiritually to be a powerful church. But nobody cares. Nobody just. They just. Come to church and look around. Mm -hmm. No, we got to do something to be a powerful church. We got to act. But when every every piece, every part of the body does its share, it causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. I heard one time twenty percent of the people are doing all the work in the church. That's right. Twenty percent. That means if you got 10 people in a church, we got 20. That means we got four people doing all the work. Mm -hmm. If that number's correct. Yeah. And we ain't far from off of, off of that. We need more people to grow. And whenever you grow, you ought to be able to be called on and say, you're able to teach now. Don't tell me you ain't able to teach. I know you're able to teach these kids. I know you can serve back there, but I just want to be taught more. I just want to be taught more. I just want to be taught more. <laughs> that don't help the body grow. Huh? Well, we know <laughs> When we turn Barton loose in here, y'all gonna have to come with earmuffles that day. No joke, though. I'll tell you what, we might come to the day where people start coming and they start... I have been in places where when you, when you start talking truth, there's some people that do this. No. Because you know what? They don't want to hear it. That's right. I would hate to do that. Anyhow, my goodness. Uh, let's see what we can get into real quick. Spiritual growth. Ephesians 4. It taught us about speaking the truth in love. Why? So people can grow up. People need the truth to grow. That's right. You can't pat them on the back all the time and say, you're doing fine, you're doing fine, you're doing fine. No, you ain't doing fine. That's right. You ain't doing good at all. You need the truth. You're not doing good, but you can do good. Amen. If you keep following Jesus, you can grow up. That's right. It's time for you to grow now. You've been in diaper way too long. It's time to grow up. You've been on milk too long. It's time to start getting eating some, some other things that'll help you grow. Steak, baked potatoes, so forth. Why? So we can all come to here. Unity. Mm -hmm. The church needs unity. That's right. Anytime you go to church and there's division, it ain't Jesus. That's right. It ain't the Holy Spirit. Uh-uh. Anytime you, you, one Christian is talking about another Christian, that ain't God. Amen. That ain't the Holy Spirit. It ain't the Spirit of love. Unity of the faith. So we can come to, a, the Bible said, a perfect man. Mm -hmm. When he talks about a perfect man, sometimes we get uh, a little, uh, we need to clarify that, let's say that. 
clarify that word perfect because there is no such thing as a perfect Christian. Mm -hmm. no. There ain't no such thing as a perfect pastor. That's right. Come on. There ain't no such thing as a perfect evangelist. Uh -huh. A perfect nothing. There's only one man that walked this earth that was perfect, and that was Jesus. Amen. Paul wasn't perfect. Peter wasn't perfect. And nobody, Billy Graham wasn't perfect. There ain't no such thing as a perfect minister. They just ain't. And sometimes people put them up there like, boy, they got to be perfect. There ain't no such thing as being perfect. If you're looking for a perfect church, you're going to have to wait until you get to heaven. That's right. That's right. If you come to church, people have issues. They have imperfections. They have problems. They have bondages. That's why church is here to help people. And not only one man, but the whole church grows, it matures, and you're able to help each other in the church. Amen. Amen? If you can't get a hold of me, you can call Tim. If you can't get a hold of Tim, you can call Vin. Can't get a hold of Vin, you can call Janie. If Janie don't answer, you can call Louise. If Miss Louise don't answer, you can call Sister Louise. But say it. Jimmy, Connie, Sophie. That's the way it should be. Because you have been taught. You will tell them exactly what I would tell them. Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. That's right. My pastor taught me this, which it ain't his teaching. It's God's word. That's right. That came through my pastor. Amen. And you ought to be able to share it. You ought to be able to counsel. You ought to be able to give it by. You ought to be able to pray for people. You ought to be able to cast out devils and even raise the dead. Amen. 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 Why? Because you've been taught. That's right. And if you say, I ain't ready, you got to be taught again. <laughs> got to be taught again. Let's That's go right. through the believer's authority another 13 weeks. Paul probably said, I'm running out of time. I'm running out of time. I'm teaching, teaching, teaching. I've been here three years and y'all still ain't getting it. I'm running out of time. I'm running out of time. Y'all got to get on with it now. That's what Paul was saying to the Hebrews. Now, in spiritual growth, there's a lot of similarities between spiritual growth and natural growth. A lot of similarities. Nobody, is, no baby is grown full grown. Baby comes into the world, they all babies. They ain't no 185-pound man come out of no woman. That's silly, ain't it? That's right. Our baby, all of them start as babies in the natural. In the spiritual realm, it's the same way. When a person gets saved or born again, they are a newborn babe, the Bible says. Mm -hmm. And they, you have to give a newborn baby milk. Second, uh, uh, we read in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 2 that as newborn babes desire the sincere spiritual milk of the word mm -hmm. so you can grow thereby. You got to have that milk as a baby. Uh, but we don't want to stay a baby. It's ridiculous to see a 15 year old boy wearing a diaper. That's right. That's ridiculous. Y'all say that's off the chain. Yeah. Uh, it, it's different. If you've seen a perfectly healthy 15-year-old and his daddy still tying his shoes, you would think, this is strange. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if a 15-year-old gets up and goes to school, he gets up 
and daddy and mama have to go in there and lay his clothes out and put his clothes on for it, something wrong with that picture. Mm -hmm. What happened? Child ain't grow up. You're doing everything for it. But when growth starts taking uh, place, it's, and it's a process, they begin to start doing things for themselves. Mm -hmm. Babies can't take care of themselves. They have to have somebody take care of them. But after a while, when you begin to grow, you take care of your own self. True or false? True. Amen. So in, uh, there's three stages here. Babyhood. Childhood. See the process? Coming to the world as a baby. After a few years, you ain't a baby no more. You ain't on milk anymore. You started to eat mashed potatoes. You started to dress yourself. You a child. You still a child, but then you don't stay a child. There's another process. You got to go on to manhood. That's right. Puberty. You start to learn how to work yourself, how to take care of yourself, do some things on your own. Hopefully, your daddy had taught you how to how to do some things. Amen. Amen. But you got to. This is the goal. But you got to go through this process to be a man. Or a woman. You gotta mature. Perfect does not mean perfect. Perfect means mature mm -hmm. in the Bible. When I said perfect a while ago, there ain't no such thing as perfect. But it means come to full maturity. Mm -hmm. Okay? That would have been a better tr word translated instead of being perfect because there ain't no such thing as perfect. Mm -hmm. We all have flaws. That's right. Amen. Anybody here got flaws side of me? It's okay to raise your hand. If you didn't raise your hand, probably it's because you didn't tell the truth. <laughs> if I follow you around long enough, I'll find a flaw. No one born is full grown. It's a process. Babies make mistakes and they stumble. And we can expect that from a newborn baby. To come to the church, come down to the altar, just got saved, just got baptized, we should expect them to have some stumbles, okay? They ain't mature yet. That's right. They babies. They they own milk only. Uh, here's the problem with the church. People get saved on Sunday, and by Wednesday they make a mistake, and people in the church hear about it, and if you ain't careful, the wrong people, not this church, because y'all been taught right, but some churches will have them condemned and going to hell because they got saved on Sunday, but they ain't quit smoking on Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Right. Yeah. They ain't got everything cleaned up by Wednesday. That's right. I know years ago, uh, someone in our family, uh, someone got saved, not in our family, but at her church. And I think they came to see her on on. A few days later, and they still had a cig they had a cigarette in their hand, and she and she said they lost their salvation. Yeah. They lost their salvation, or they backslidden. Uh. It's just the baby stages. You gotta expect babies are gonna stumble. Mm -hmm. Yes, they got saved on Sunday, <laughs> and every baby comes in this world innocent. They don't have a past. A baby that comes into the, water, the world today is born innocent. It don't have a path. It ain't never sinned. Okay? 
But a newborn babe in Christ doesn't have a past either. That's right. They got everything blood washed that day. That's right. Come they on. got forgiven that day. Uh -huh. But they got to grow now. That's right. They got to go stronger and stronger and stronger in the Word of God through the sincere milk of the Word so that they can represent Jesus better every day. Amen. And that in a stage. If they ain't quit smoking in, in, in a month, hey, give, get, let G, we, just, we just catch the fish. We let Jesus clean them. That's right. Amen. 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 So many people have been run off from the church because they wasn't perfect in three days. Uh -huh. They got saved on Sunday and they wasn't perfect by next Sunday. They might let a cuss word come out and the, and the church say, oh, they ain't saved. They done lost their salvation. They ain't sanctified at all. No. They babies. They got to grow. Amen? Amen. And people in the church will jump on folks that just got saved and get on to them and say they're backslidden when it took them 10 years to get where they at. That's right. Come on. Yeah. Amen. That's self-righteous though. Lord help us. That's disgusting. The church has run so many good people off. Mm -hmm. Instead of uh, continuing to speak the truth in love. Nurture. Amen. Speak the truth in love. Hey man. Hey. I know you're working on this thing, right? I know you're going to be able to give them things up. Man, I, it's tough. I've been smoking for 20 years. I've been trying. I've been trying. I said, well, don't give up. Just keep trying. Keep right. Keep trying. Because it'll represent Jesus better. Amen? Amen. But don't give up on them. Don't say they're going to hell. And don't say they didn't ever get saved. That's right. Come don't on. say that. <laughs> okay, let's go on down here really quick. In babyhood, you got three stages. Innocence. When a baby comes into the world, it's innocent. It does not have a past. Neither does a newborn uh, babe in Christ Jesus. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, uh, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away. All things have become new. Amen? Old things have passed away. You're born. You're innocent. Thank God for that. Uh, always keep your innocence. No matter how, how many years you're saved, this is one thing as a child, you don't ever, as a child or a mature person, you don't ever want to lose. You always want to keep your innocence. That's right. Amen? Amen. Keep your innocence. Stay as pure as you can. Amen? Amen. I didn't say you're going to be perfect, but try to be as pure as you can. That's right. Be innocent. Number two, in baby stages, children can be very ignorant. Uh huh. They'll put anything whenever they learn to crawl. You better watch what you leave on the floor. Because uh -huh. anything they pick up in their hand goes straight to their mouth. That's right. Straight to their mouth. Straight to their mouth. You can leave a screw on the floor. They'll have that screw in their mouth. Yeah. Little Field and Jane Price down there in Barney, Georgia, seen a spider on the, on the floor. Picked it up, put it in his mouth. His mama had to get the spider and the leg out of his mouth. <laughs> Yeah. They'll eat anything. Yeah. They just they 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 they'll eat dirt. Yeah. They'll eat anything. And listen, sometimes they die because they eat anything. Sometimes they pick up rat poison uh -huh. or some kind of poison on the floor and they eat it and it causes death. But they were ignorant. They didn't know that was rat poison. They were just so here's the thing about the spiritual part of this. 
If a newborn babe, you got to be careful what they eat. They can't listen to everybody on TV. That's right. They can't listen. They can't read any spirit. Just they, a religious book on the shelf. But this is religious. I think I'll pick it up and I'll read it. Well, they don't have enough maturity to know whether it's good or bad. That's right. They said, well, it's got scripture in it. It's got a few scriptures in it. It's got to be, it's coming from the Bible, Pastor. Well, listen, the devil always mixes truth with, with lies. Uh -huh. And he twists it. And if you ain't mature to discern between good and evil, you'll eat the evil. And next thing you know, you ain't coming to church no more because you don't listen to so-and-so that says you don't need to come no more. Uh -huh. You can stay home and eat donut and kick up in the lounge chair and watch TV. Mm -hmm. So you got to watch what's out there. A baby has to be watched after. He can't have everything that he wants to read. And one day I was in, here at church and I was standing at the back door and greeting people on the way out. And a sister came through and I seen a, 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 a black book in her hand. It was supposedly looked like a Bible. But for some reason, I was drawn to that book in her hand. And I said, who, what? I said, is, is that your Bible? She said, no. She said, this is my grandson's Bible that I gave him. I said, do you mind if I take a look at it? I looked at it. I opened the front of it. And guess what? It was put out and published by the Jehovah Witness. Oh, Lord. Oh, my goodness. And she did not even know what she had given her grandson. Mm -hmm. Because it looked like a Bible. Mm -hmm. And I said, you cannot give that to that child. I'd take it back there and throw it in the trash can. And I'll give him another Bible. Mm -hmm. when, I, you can, when you go to the hospital, whenever you go uh, to the doctor's office, the dentist's office, they'll have pamphlets in there. Mm -hmm. I've seen some before. I've been to the hospital and I'm back there in the waiting room before and while I'm waiting on, to see somebody, I, I'm looking. I see a, a Gideon Bible. Okay. <laughs> Leave that there. Yeah. And I see a pamphlet. The Kingdom Hall of Jehovah Witness. I get that. I see a nut. I pick that up. I walk over to the trash can and I slightly put it in the trash can and say, I am protecting people from false gospel. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Throw it away. Don't leave it for somebody to read. Just because it looks religious. And listen, Jehovah Witness put scriptures in their watchtower stuff. Mm -hmm. But listen, it's all twisted. It's not truth. And if a, a, a spiritual, uh, a newborn babe, uh, listen to that stuff. How do you think they, 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 these occults get other Christians to flip? That's right. mm -hmm. They flip to these other false religions because they never grew up. They never had the word preached to them. They thought it was religious. And next thing you know, they got hooked by a lie. Mm -hmm. And guess what? You can believe a lie and be damned. That's right. You can go to hell thinking you're going to heaven. That's right. If you don't know the truth. Mm -hmm. It's very important that we grow. When a Jehovah Witness is knocked on my door, I ain't, I ain't worried. <laughs> Why? Because I know the truth. They ain't finna pull no wool over on my eyes. That's right. But I know a lot of people, they go down the road, that's going into, they going into, into church after church after church, but they still don't know the truth. Mm -hmm. And when the Jehovah Witness get to them and they pose a question to them, they don't know how to answer it. Next thing you know, they're reading the Watchtower. Uh -huh. 
-huh. Next thing you know, they're going to the watch. They're going to the kingdom hall. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they did not know the truth. If a Jehovah Witness comes to my house, he is in trouble. <laughs> he has met his match today. Amen. I like to hook them. I let them talk for a few minutes, then hook them. I hook them with the truth. I put something on them that Ajax can't take off. <laughs> Whenever they come to my house, they run late. They, they, they run off my porch, and they run and get in their car, and they going shooting down the road. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Most times they don't ever come back. But if they do come back, guess what? I ain't afraid. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hook them again. <laughs> I'm going to hook them so many times they're going to put me on their list. Say, do not go to 2620. Old Buckhead Road. Don't go there. Yeah. Now that man gonna mess you up. <laughs> but I'm telling them the truth in love. That's right. They trying to. They try. Listen, I got two demons sitting on my porch, mm -hmm. trying to spread false gospels. Jesus said, "If anybody come to your house," now Paul said, "If anybody come to your house." Preaching any other gospel than what I have preached to you, let them be accursed and don't let, even let them in your house. Uh -huh. Listen, you don't let people preaching false gospel in your house if you are following the Word of God. Mm -hmm. You don't buy them in to drink tea. Mm -hmm. That ain't what the Bible says. That's why I always meet them on the porch. You can talk to me, we can talk on my porch. You don't come in my house. Mm -hmm. Why? I'm following the Word. That's just that's critical. Why did Paul say that? The Holy Spirit told him to say it. Mm -hmm. So I ain't letting him in my house. I'm going to deal with it on the porch. But I got two people spreading deception on my porch that I and you got to deal with when they come to our house. Why? Because when they leave there, they're going down to your neighbor and they're going to spread that, that deception to your neighbors. Should you care? Yes, you should care. Mm -hmm. That's why I ain't too polite with them. I put the Holy Ghost on them and the blood of Jesus. And believe me, they can run fast. <laughs> Number three. Uh, just remember on this one, ignorance. You can't eat everything. Everybody's on TV. Everybody's on radio. Everybody's wrote a book. Don't mean it's good for you. That's right. I've seen people get so messed up in the church. They were want doing good, and then they come come to church, and and and, and I, I see a different look on them. It's like when my ch my children, me and so we let used to let our children they go stay with somebody else, and they come home and they start acting up. I'm like, where'd you learn this from? You went over and picked up uh, a different attitude when you left this house and came back. I'm like, let's get it right on back in gear now. Let's get everything back in order. We don't do that around here. I don't care what they did over there. That stops here. That's why we were careful about who we let our children go home with, mm -hmm. because they learn a lot of a lot of evil and and stuff that they will not be looking at or talking to. But you got to protect your children. But you can't eat everything. And uh, I've seen people go come here, come back. I, I, I'm like, what's wrong with you? And I, well, I've been listening to so and so, and so and so said this and so and I'm like, wait just a minute now. I'm your pastor. I'm looking out for your soul, the Bible said. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this ain't good now. I wouldn't encourage you looking or reading that or doing that. That's why I'm here. If y'all listening to anybody and you have any questions, about, ask me about them. Bring me some, something to look at. And I'll tell you, 
this is no good or this is good. Uh, but when they come in, and you know what? Many a time, when I tell them, no, I don't do that. You know what? They kept on doing it. Mm -hmm. Kept on doing it. But well, I like him. I like the way he, he speaks. I like the, his approach. No, this is garbage. Mm -hmm. This is half truth. This ain't truth. And next thing you know, pew, out the door they went. Didn't see them no more. Next thing you know, they all fight there in Zuzu land, and the devil got them hook, line, sinker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They followed deception. Number three, and we're going to close. Babies can be irritable. Mm -hmm. You know why they can get irritable? It's because babies get spoiled. Mm -hmm. They get spoiled. Mm -hmm. They get uh, If you hold them too long, they'll always expect you to hold them. Mm -hmm. You put them down, wow! <laughs> they start crying. Why? Because they done got so used to you holding them and you can't ever get anything else done as long as you holding them. That's right. Right? Mm -hmm. What do you have to do? You have to break them, right? You have to wean them from being held. You have to wean children off the bottle. You have to wean children, babies, off the pacifier. That's right. You have to wean them. You can't let them grow up with this stuff. Some children, well, I can't take that passy from them. They love that passy so much. Leave that passy in their mouth and see what happens to their teeth. Yeah. Their teeth is going to be crooked and sucked in. Mm -hmm. Why? <laughs> Sucking all the time. You have to wean them children. You got to know how to be a parent, how to take stuff from your children. This theology today in this modern woke culture is we'll let the children decide whenever they want to give up their passy. We'll let the children decide if they want their diaper changed. They'll tell us. No, you the parent. If their diaper dirty, you don't let them wear it all day long because it's going to bless you their behind. Mm -hmm. You have to change their diaper. You don't wait for a child to tell you. Mama, I think it's time now. <laughs> what kind of parent is that? Yo, am I for real? Yeah. I ain't telling y'all that ain't, ain't nothing true. Really. They... This idea out there that the child will tell me if he wants to go to the restroom. The child will tell me if I need my diaper changed. The child will tell me when I need my passy taken. No, you are the parent. Mm -hmm. You are the grown-up. You are the mature person, supposed to be. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of immature parents out there these days. And the children is running the show. They ask him, you, you, do you want to turn your TV off tonight and go to bed? What? No. Turn the TV off. Time to go to bed. You got school tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Ain't no question. Yeah. When I grew up, my mama didn't ask me all the time, what, what do you want to eat? <laughs> That's right. She fixed it, put it on the table, and if you want to eat, you can't eat if you ain't sitting at the table. Mm -hmm. I don't understand these, these parents. Well, this one don't like that. We'll go to Arby's over here because this one like this. And this one, we're going to go to Burger King over here because this one like that. And the third one don't like neither one of them. We're going to go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> what? I wasn't raised that way. I can't even get that in my head. I'm like, we're going to Arby's today. Do you want something? Yeah, because they know they ain't no second choice. That's right. You got two choices today, Arby's 
our armies. <laughs> and after a while, they get the point. Daddy ain't joking. Yeah. Mama ain't joking. But we ain't letting the children run the world. Children cannot run the church. Mature people run the church. That's right. Amen? Amen. And we all growing here. And one day, hey, who knows? The Lord may call you to be a pastor. The Lord may call you to be an evangelist. Children's church. We need children workers. If you have to teach, that's a good doorway to start. I started in the nursing home spreading the gospel. And I went from the nursing home to the jail ministry. And I went from jail ministry to neighborhoods sharing the gospel. I went a lot of places before I ever came here. That's right. I had to go the little places first. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to jump up behind the pulpit to start off with. That ain't where you start. You start learning. Mm -hmm. Tim's learning right now, jail ministry. That's a perfect place to grow in jail ministry. I can depend on him right now. Go to jail, he's there. He's growing. People always tell me, he's growing. He's growing. I didn't ask them, is he growing? They say, yeah, you're doing a good job of helping raising him up. That's what I'm called to do, raise him up. And I'm called to raise you up. Amen. But we all got to be rose up and, and serving Christ. Amen? Amen. That's, that's it for tonight. Hey, if you... If, if, you, if you're watching by uh, media, it was our honor to come in your living room and preach the gospel to you today. We truly love you. We hope that you're growing spiritually. Continue to serve Jesus with all your heart. Get into his word. Know the word of God for yourself. And continue to grow so you can serve him in some capacity, some ministry within the body of Christ so it will grow. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I plead with you to open up your heart and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He's already died. He's already rose again. All you have to do is believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. I tell you, Jesus will give you a life that's worth living. He'll deliver you from whatever you're going through or been through. But give him your life, and the best is yet to come. Thank you for tuning in. Leave us your comment. Let us know what we're saying to you. If you like it, let us know. God bless you. Jesus is Lord. Amen.